Creatives Girls. I am your host, Michelle. Sometimes called Miss Creative. Sometimes called Michael or Mikkel. Whatever people feel like reading. Um, I have another installment of the show Dream Chasers in which I sit and talk to various types of entrepreneurs um, about how they started their business, how they got to be where they are, etc., etc., so on and so forth. Now, beginning the show... I was trying to talk to just entrepreneurs. I wanted to talk to people who started a business. But as I evolved, I, of course, attracted more people who were doing, um, you know, mystic arts and that kind of thing. See that record back there? I need to put it away. I'm not going to do it. Not right now. Anyway, I started uh, to draw people who um, were mystics. So I was like, okay, well, I mean, these people have businesses too. I'll talk to them. And so that's how we got here. So in this episode, I talked to somebody when I, when I met her, I was actually wearing this shirt. Uh, when I met her, she was going by the name Kiko. And so in this episode, you will hear why she uses a different name now, but I think sometimes she still goes by Kiko sometimes, but at present we will refer to her as Laurel or Oculoral, okay? Um, so yes, so this episode is going to feature Oculoral. She is a mystic healer and she has a spiritual business. So we talked some about how she got into that and how she kind of found that path because, I mean, that's what these shows are about. Like, I know we're all out here growing and shifting and changing right now. A lot of us are coming into our spirituality, coming to places where we're realizing that, you know, we can do these things with our mind power, right? And so, I mean, that's what you're going to see. Like, I have a, a long list of people that I'm going to reach out to to interview once I get all of these old episodes um, edited. And I'm excited about it because I am confident and I know that I will get these people to come and talk to me because they want to share themselves. And I provide a safe space and I provide a safe space for these people to talk about who they are and what they do without judgment. And a lot of times we don't feel confident in doing that. Like in this episode, you will hear me and her both talk about how I had to bring myself out and feel confident and stop hating on myself and let myself fly free. So that is really what we're going to be talking about. And I hope you like it. I hope that you vibe with it. If you don't, don't forget to subscribe before you click off. Okay. And let me just add, I just want to say that this video was probably one of the worst <laughs> ones that I recorded because my video kept freezing. You can definitely hear it the whole way through. But my face is like, uh, 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 uh. I hadn't used Skype at all for this, but I did this time and I had to do it upstairs, which is farther away from the Wi-Fi. So I need to get a booster or whatever. Anyway, just hang tight. Okay. Because like I said, this is like the last one like this and then everything else should be clear and golden. Okay. But growth. Let's get into it. Oh, yes. I'll be moving again to Jamaica. I was about to say, you're going to the islands. I kept oh. seeing you, like, with plants. 
like not like plants like potted plants but like plants that live in the big ground plants. you know big plants <laughs> yeah that's what i want to i want really big plants i want to be in like a jungle that's yes but um you know i thought about moving to what is that the u.s virgin islands because they have free college mm -hmm. yeah. and i'm like a professional student <laughs> <laughs> But um, yes, after growing up in Houston, about 17, 18, I moved to New York. I was there for about five years. And then from there, I kind of started my wor world tour of like the East Coast between, yeah. um, I lived in Atlanta for three years, um, in and out of North Carolina, um, all in the DMV area. Um, I just surprisingly just started going to Florida. I have family in Florida, but just started kind of headed out there and just started going in like in the West Coast, like Cali and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But um, after that, I've lived in Houston a couple of times. I just did a three year in Houston. Yeah. Um, Houston's not my favorite place, not because there's anything bad with wrong with Houston. Just I just don't feel that pulsating vibrant energy that i like yeah you know? um yeah it's not like when you go to like new orleans or new york like somewhere that's like a real creative hub you can definitely feel that energy there like everyone is making and creating and vibing you know i've never even been to new orleans i have saved that place for ages i don't want to go there and not soak up everything that I deserve to soak to soak up so when I kind of got really serious about my journey I started making like a list of like mm -hmm. all the things I'm gonna do in New Orleans and I'm gonna go there I'm gonna go there by myself and I'm going to do all the things in Atlanta. yes like I'll say that in going there last year I went to Dallas which also has a nice uh group of creative people there yes uh, but I went to New Orleans and the energy was crazy and we went to the voodoo museum and Ooh. I took some pictures and when I left I was just like inspired to write this blog article on mm. the Chinyan law um which coincidentally you're wearing a head wrap so it's like I like how we took that and was like bitch I'll make this beautiful you know like when you're telling me like I can't have my hair because I've been wearing my hair huge at home because I don't have to tie it up. I don't right. have to ball it up for work. Right. I don't have to damage it. And I think we black women are some of the most creative because oh, yeah. taking, yes, taking something that somebody gave you to shame you and turning it into your power or part of your power, or giving it beauty, that is creation right there. Well, that is being a black woman. Being a black woman is knowing that you could never, <laughs> like, right. you could never put anything in front of me to harm me because I take, you know, the darkest of the dark and make it light. Yeah. You know, like, I have the Midas touch, period. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's unfortunate that and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is past tense because I believe like the black girls today are growing up with that confidence. Mm -hmm. um, I think of course there's still work to do, but 
um, yeah, I think growing up, girls growing up today know that I'm not a burden. I'm not a, I'm not taking up any space. I am the space, you know? Mm. So definitely. Yeah. That's beautiful. So like, okay, so how did you get into magic or alchemy or however you refer to it? How do you refer to your craft or what you do? You know, that's such a good question because there's so many names for what it is that I do or what I'm into. And, and, and I say that because everything's a hashtag and everything mm-hmm. has to be put into a box nowadays to be found because everything's online. Yeah. So in a box, it's, you know, um, alchemy. It is um, a gardener. <laughs> it is a um, holistic doctor, um, a tarot reader, or things like that. But I would just describe it as just pure healing, like, that's the way I would group everything together because this is the way that I came to understand myself. I think you have to know where you come from. You have to know your history. You have to know your power. And the people before us have had ways of describing power and energy. So, of course, as we move forward in this life, those names are going to change for what it is, but the energy remains the same. And it's the, I am interested in the energy that I possess to create. And Mm -hmm. that's what I study. And that's what I use because I'm a creator. If you're an artist and you like to draw, you're going to get your pencils, you're going to get your erasers, your charcoal, your whatever mediums you use in paint, acrylic paint, whatever, whatever, you're going to go get all of your tools to to do that. So I know that I'm in divine connection with source. I know I'm an offspring of that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just naturally going to move towards the tools that I need to create, manifest right. what I want. So what I've been, I have the gift of being alive. So I just feel like if I have the gift of drawing, I'm going to draw and I'm going to create pictures that I like. And people are going to come look at these pictures and they're going to be inspired. They're going to think they're going to, they're going to allow me to connect with them. And I think that's the most beautiful part of life is being able to connect. We were not meant to be here alone. We, although society has kind of crafted that to the like, you know, go be great, be successful I don't believe that success is something that you enjoy alone. I think success mm-hmm. is something that involves connection and network and community. So however it is that you can manifest that is your power. And I know that there are multiple sides and multiple perspectives to everything. So I have to educate myself on those perspectives in order to use them one of the things in drawing is like the the eraser is just as significant as the pencil Mm -hmm. you can get what you want out of erasing the same way you can draw what it is that you want on a blank sheet of paper yeah so we the shadow side 
the mm -hmm. light and the shadow side are important. So we need to, I dig into both. <laughs> this is such a huge, the society has created these boxes for us. So we tend to gravitate to the ones that resonate with us the most, but that doesn't mean that we don't have eggs in multiple baskets. So right. I just, my goal or my purpose is to illuminate those things so that we can have the opportunity to connect deeper with one another. And that in turn will heighten our experience in this life. And ultimately I want myself and everybody that I interact with or that sees me, feels me, knows me to experience a deep feeling of love because I think that's what life literally is. That's the pulsation. That's the vibration. If we can do things in love, how amazing. If we could erase anything that doesn't serve us or create things that will serve us, how great would it be to have those tools so that we can experience life the way that it was intended to be experienced. Right. And due to the fact that you have those tools, amen. So like you said something really that piqued my interest because it's something that I have been thinking about. Um, and you were talking about how you can, had come from, you know, spiritual back bloodline, basically. Mm -hmm. You know, you were born into it. And I was thinking, you know, probably, because I know this about my dad for sure. Mm -hmm. I find his notes all the time, like stuff that he was writing to himself during business strategy and stuff like that. And the way that he would speak to himself reminds me of how I talk to myself whenever I do my auto writing. So I know that, and I also know that anytime that he would want to say something powerful, he would write you a letter. So that just signifies to me that he operated in the way that I do. And he passed right. away when I was 16. Mm -hmm. So I never had a chance to talk to him about how to use myself, what to do mm -hmm. and how to navigate who I am and this body and in this family, you know, like what I was born into. And I think it was because there's a, I won't call it a curse. Yes, it's a curse on my family of self-hate for your magic. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like a consistent, like I can see it in everybody who has these abilities in my family. They either have severe well, mental health well, problems. Well, not to cut you off, but that is true. Um, you know, like Kanye said, they taught us how to uh, hate ourselves and love their wealth. Right. And right. that's because when you are in a 2D, um, wherever your focus is at, that's where you're at. So right. if you're focused on materialism or mon mundane things, right. you're not even using your magic. Right. And right. I mean, it's a whole other conversation to talk about the multitude of witchcraft being placed over the world. Yeah. Okay. By them, th those who are hungry for power. However, yeah, yeah it does culti cultivate over time. <laughs> My it kids, girl, they know I'm doing something. <laughs> they know it, they, it cultivates over time. Uh, yeah, uh, a theme of self hate. Yes. And so, what I was saying was, I am now the one. You know what I'm saying? Because I know, I know better. So it's right. my job to break it. You know, mm -hmm. like if my grandma, my great grandma had known how beautiful and fabulous she was and loved herself, maybe she wouldn't have cursed so many people. 
or maybe she wouldn't have hated her kids so much or maybe they wouldn't have hated themselves so much and it's like they're not even doing it by intention it's yeah. just an automatic replication i'm just lit my stage an automatic replication of the bullshit and i just want to cease that you know what i mean right exactly yeah exactly yeah yeah because we should all be living here and be happy all the time well, not all the time because well, you're gonna experience life. But, you know what I mean? Right. Pendulum always gonna swing both ways. Right. Exactly. But it's about balancing yourself in that. Yes, ma'am. Balancing <laughs> yourself in that moment, every moment, so that no matter what comes. And this is the way I've been seeing it. And I told this to um, my boyfriend Brian. It's like I kind of see this bar, and like you're in the center of it. You got one side that's got your uh, energy. Spectrum. One side that's booming. Mm-hmm. always going to come from both sides. You want to stay right there. You know what I mean? So that you can receive what's coming from the good side because the further you are away from that shit is the longer it's going to take for you to get to it. Hell, you might not ever get up to that point. And mm-hmm. so that's really what my focus is, is trying to teach people to loosen that shit up and allow themselves to move towards what it is that they actually want. Right, and so that's why, to bring it back to your original question, you know, like, how can I talk to people about what it is that I'm into, or how do I label what we what I do, and mm-hmm. I, I don't think that there's a name for it yet, because I think that is being created. I do think, I mean, I'm here in this life using stuff that came before me, so yeah. there are names for those things, of course, but... I do think moving forward, we're tapping into things that haven't even been, doesn't have a hashtag yet. Yeah. (laughs) And that's hard to talk about sometimes. So this is the, you know, like the cards I've been pulling lately for people. Almost all my readings, I've been pulling the throne of action. Yes. The page of, the page of swords. Mm -hmm. That's that mental clarity. That's, that's the throne of action, like realizing that majority of the power to create what I want is inside of me and inside of my my thoughts. And that's what, you know, people are starting to latch on to is they're starting to realize like, yes, I can create what I want from the the pictures in my head. Right. My thoughts, my thoughts aren't something that's happening to me. It's something that I can facilitate and that I can utilize. Okay. So did you get that uh, jewel that was dropped there about using love, about becoming love, about feeling love, about being in your highest vibration and all of that jazz? I hope you did. I hope you did. And um, I really hope that somebody got something out of that. And I just want you to know that she and I sat and talked for an hour and a half. So I have, I think, at least two more of those coming, two or three. Um, I mean, I've got a lot, a lot here that I recorded when I was just sitting at my house going, oh, it's coronavirus. So, I mean, I'm bringing it all out. I'm editing it as I can. And I have more, uh, more of this one, more of this one. I have more of this episode or I have more of this interview, at least an hour left. And then I have another interview with Virginia that I need to edit. That will come next. And then once I get the rest of Oculoral out and Virginia out, then I'm going to schedule and book for the rest of, which I think I double booked on the 29th. 
No. Braces are in the morning. Interview is in the evening. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, so I have a lot of shit happening. Okay. I'm excited about it because I love content. I love it. I love it. I mean, we're in a time right now where, hell, if you're not making videos, what are you doing? Why? You know, like you're sitting at home. People are like, man, I wish I had a way to talk to more people. Oh, okay, because the whole internet is not right there. So, like, get out of your own way and do the thing. All right, so I will see you guys next time. Don't forget to follow me and Ocularal on Instagram or wherever you're doing social media at Ocu, O-C-U, Laurel, L-A-U-R-E-L, okay? And at MS Creative AF, at Between Us Girls Podcast, all right? So, have an excellent day. And hit the Dougie on them hoes, okay? All right. Bye.